0: All right, how y'all doing out there tonight? We are so excited to be on BGTV tonight. We have our family here for the very first time. Haley is here and our brand new baby girl, only six days old, Hope Elizabeth Graydon. Hope, say hey to everybody. Can you see her out there, everybody? This is Hope. We are so proud of her. It is like... Mufasa holding up Simba. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I mean, it has just been a journey to uh, be, to have a child. Me and Haley have been trying for how many years, Haley?
1: Like four years. So we've trying. been
0: married for 12 years. And we've been trying for four years, and we put it in God's hands also for at the oh, beginning God, of our yeah. marriage. And, but we really started trying four years ago. We had a miscarriage in 2021, mm-hmm. and that was hard. So we know we have another little baby up there in heaven. But we found out that we were pregnant back in January, and our little miracle is here and we wanted to share her with you tonight. So this is her. This is Hope. Say hey, Hope. And uh, if you're out there, you can comment. Say hey to Hope, everybody out there. And uh, we would love... Yes, we see people um, right there already commenting. Thank you guys so much for watching and being a part of a BGTV every Sunday night. And if you haven't subscribed to our channel yet, make sure you go ahead and subscribe, like it, and share it so that we can um, continue to reach more and more people people. But yes, people are uh, already comment and thank you so much for everything that you do for us to keep this going. But we just wanted to share with you tonight a little bit about our story. So, we got pregnant back in January. And then our due date was October the 9th.
1: Tomorrow.
0: Tomorrow, that's right, exactly. Okay. Tomorrow was actually our due date and um I don't
1: think I would have made it another week.
0: <laughs> if you would have made it another week, we might have had a 10 pounder on our hands because yeah. Hope came out to be 8 pounds and 15 yeah. ounces. How long right. was she?
1: Uh
0: 21 inches. 21 inches, 8 pounds 15 ounces. The doctor was like, hey, we got a big one on our hands. And she came out and laid her on Haley's chest. And uh, Haley was like, I can feel the weight. but She is here. But yeah, if she would have came tomorrow... May have been closer to 10 pounds. Yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) So that would have been rough for Haley on Haley's world. But we, you know, so Haley went into labor on um, a week ago. um, Saturday afternoon. Saturday afternoon. She started having contractions. Uh, It was her first contraction that she goes, Brad, I think I have had a a real contraction. And then on Sunday, they were consistent all day long. Mm -hmm. And then on Sunday night, Um, She was kind of bending over going, something's happening. And then the the contractions started getting closer and closer until they were five minutes apart, almost five minutes apart. And we took off to the hospital on Sunday. And talk about that, Haley. How was that experience for you?
1: It was really surreal, honestly, Um, when we got into the hospital was what eight thirty yep. Sunday night? Eight
0: thirty Sunday night. We and go. they
1: wanted to rule out dehydration. They were thinking, and I was thinking, crap. Well, I haven't drank much water in the last two days, so they were like, "Well, we're gonna give you a bag of fluids, and then you know, if the contractions subside, then we'll know it was probably you were just dehydrated." And I was like, "I cannot go back home, feeling like this." And uh, they gave me a bag of fluids. Did nothing. <laughs> the contractions were coming on stronger. Yeah. and they got to where they were a minute to two minutes apart. And so they admitted us for observation um, because I wasn't really making much change as far as like dilation goes. Um, and I mean, we were excited we got admitted. Yeah. Even though it was like three in the morning. Right. Um, I think it was what around like 5 a.m. Uh, I felt a little different. And I was like, I poked my head off the hospital bed and you were laying on the couch or that little chair. Yeah. And I was like, "Oh my gosh, Brad! I think my I think my water just broke." Oh wow! And I knew I was like, "If my water broke, we're having a baby. Like we're yes. staying here. Yes. They they aren't gonna send us home." And so, uh, yeah. And then we started uh, the labor process from there.
0: Absolutely, it yeah, that was it was a. It was a great story. We prayed that it would happen naturally, that our water would break, and everything, and everything we prayed for, it happened. And the only thing that uh, we didn't pray for, that we wish it wouldn't happen, was that I wouldn't get sick. <laughs> Part of the story that some people out there may not know is me and Haley have been married 12 years. We dated for two. Haley has never seen me throw up. Like, never. Yeah. I know that's kind of gross out there. could give us to throw-up emoji or whatever. But that night when we were in the triage with a little curtain, I looked at Haley. I said, "My he stomach." You
1: felt fine all day. I felt fine all, all day, all day long.
0: I said, "My stomach is hurting. I don't know what's going on." And I wasn't nervous. I was excited. It wasn't. It wasn't that kind of uh, stomach hurting. Sure enough, I went outside the curtain, found a trash can, and began to vomit everywhere. And we went up into the labor and delivery room, and I threw up in the sink, then threw up in the toilet. About thirty minutes later. And no, he
1: laid on the labor and delivery room floor. And I crawled out of That's how miserable. The, I'm in there in, uh,
0: over the toilet and uh and, and Haley, Haley's going from a 4 to a 6. I'm like, "Go, babe, you can do it." And I'm in there hurling my guts up inside and um I crawled out of the bathroom into the labor and delivery floor and um I was laying on the floor. You know, when you throw up, you don't care where you're laying. You just want help. You know what I'm saying? And the the labor and delivery nurse walked over and laid down some uh, blankets beside Haley's bed so I could lay there beside her. (laughs) And um,
1: And it's like, why does this happen to us on big days? On
0: big days, something crazy. Our honeymoon, the
1: birth of our first child. I'm like, what are the odds? It
0: was so crazy. And I said, Lord, I want to enjoy the birth of my first child child. And I began to send out texts to a few people to pray. And I was laying there lifeless. I asked the nurse, I said, hey, can you give me an IV of fluids? And she was like, no, I can't. That's against policy. And I was like, dang it. I was like, I I can't even stand up because I got no energy. And I began to pray. And then God literally, when I heard that she went from a six to a nine and a half, like within 30 minutes, I was like, okay so I stood up and y'all can't explain it was the grace of God God gave me the the um, energy to stand up and while Haley's over there contraction and and, and, and pushing I, I'm sitting down standing up sitting down standing because I didn't have any energy to hardly stand up and so um, but God gave me the energy to to get through that and then uh, when we went upstairs and got admitted after she was born, um, I saw the couch and I was like, "Oh my gosh, that is the most beautiful sight in the whole world." I would
1: have to ball up a burp cloth and throw it at him if I needed his if I needed his help because he'd just be sawing logs over there sleeping, <laughs> and I'd be I'd say his name like seven times. You know, I, I'm so sore I can barely get out of the bed. I felt I so to, like, bad, throw, y'all. My next wife. Next time I'm getting like a Nerf gun or something.
0: My wife was over there. I know she was sore, and it was. Me supposed to be taking care of her and y'all, I had like one ounce of energy. My, my, my face was as pale as this hoodie. And (laughs) if she did get up to help her, it was like, um, it was like, Okay, it's Haley, like the you, got, you got, the I said, Haley, you got 30 seconds. Cause I got to sit back down because <laughs> I literally had no energy. Yeah. Pedialyte was my friend. Gatorade got those electrolytes back in me, but we wanted to just, um, introduce you to hope tonight and, um, and let you know that she is healthy and thank y'all. Every one of you for all the prayers, all the support, um, everything that you have done for us over the years, uh, we are super excited and can't wait to, um, let you guys come and see her anytime that you want. Let us know. You can come over and check, uh, just hold her, see her. And it's our little miracle. And so Haley, how do you feel now that hope is here?
1: Oh my gosh. Like it's so surreal. I look at her and I'm like, oh my gosh, she's mine. Like I, ha- <laughs> we have a baby. Yeah. Like, she's real. It's, um, yeah, just happy. Just, just happy. Just so happy. happy. We're,
0: we're excited. We're still trying to process everything. Um, God is so good and mm. so faithful. I know that your faith journey through this whole four years has been tough. What do you mm. think has been the toughest or the darkest moment through the faith journey of believing this was going to happen for us?
1: Uh, I mean, it's been a hard road. And if I cry, I'm sorry, I'm one week postpartum <laughs> hey, and okay. the emotions are unreal. Um, but I guess the hardest or darkest time was when we had been trying for a long time, got pregnant in 2021 and then lost the baby, uh, two days before our first appointment. Mm. And I just, I mean, and to this day it still hurts. Like when I think about it, it, it still hurts. But, um, at the moment that it happened, um, I just thought I would never, ever, uh, come out of that hole. Mm. I just felt depressed and angry and I mean to be totally and completely honest, I was like angry at the Lord like yeah. I, I was like how you know, I know God saw how badly we wanted a family yeah, right. and you know, he's the author of life and created life and you know, you just get you go down the the why question hole and it's like the darkest rabbit hole that you know, a lot of times there it's a lot harder to get out of yeah. and and so I had dwelled in that hole for a little while, and then I just had to just uh, I just c- gather up what little hope that I had to mm. keep going, to keep trying, um, and to keep believing. And you would hear people all the time say, well, God's timing's perfect. And, and while that is so true in hindsight, I'm like, it is so true. It used to make me so mad. <laughs> yeah. When people would say that, I'm like, well... You know, because we live in a time where we live now. We can microwave anything, go run through, drive through. Like, I mean, just everything quick, quick, quick. And uh, I just couldn't understand why what I did wrong or, you know, what I wasn't doing. Um, People would say, oh, just relax. It'll happen. Like, y'all go on a trip. It'll happen. Um, You know, and it's like we tried everything. Right. We literally tried everything. I had, uh, for all the people that are, you know, going through... Had uh, some type of infertility journey, you know. Yeah. You know all about the trigger shots and the medicines right. and the, you know. I even had surgery and exploratory surgery to see, you know, if my uh, what was going on in, in my womb. I I had the dye test to make sure my uh, tubes were open, um, and it was just a lot. of, You start feeling like a lab rat, yeah. And then it kind of sucks the life out of our relationship in a way and so that it's like a lot of things are affected by it um but somehow you just gotta I had to just keep finding it was the tiniest shred of hope Mm -hmm. but I had to just hang on to it it's like as badly as I wanted to give up and just be like you know what this just isn't in the cards for me Mm. um deep down I was like oh god but I I I just, I, you know, it's got to, I believe it, like, it's, <laughs> I, it's just got to happen, you know? Yeah. And, and so, uh yeah, but, I mean, I think I'd say the miscarriage was probably about did me in. Yeah. And, you know, it made it really hard to keep moving forward.
0: You know, and if you're out there, and no matter what scenario, no matter what uh, situation in life that you are in... There is always a shred of hope. you know, and this is one of the reasons we wanted to name her hope was that we wanted everybody to be able to hear our story, to know that there's hope for your story. in whatever situation in life that you are in, never never give up hope and never give up faith, never give up faith in the Lord. That he's gonna, he's good. He's a good father, and that he 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 sees you, he sees your desires. He actually gave you those desires. And so, whatever desire that you have, there is hope for you tonight. And this is our tangible hope, our tangible miracle, our tangible uh belief, you know, that the Lord is real and that he is good, and that he sees at the the, the deepest parts of your heart, and those words, those cries that you don't even know how to put into words. God can; He is there. He's there for you. He hears everything. He collects every tear, and it's all worth it. The moment that God delivers the the uh, the miracle that you're believing for into your life. So don't give up hope. And we just wanted to share our hope with you tonight. And um, you know, what would you say, Haley, to people out there? Who have gone through something similar to you, or they're out there. It could be a relationship hope they're looking for, financial hope. uh, You know, it could be. uh, There's all kind of people. There's all kind of situations, but it could be infertility hope. What what would you say to people out there um, that have gone that are going through something similar to you?
1: Um, I guess I would just say that um, because you know sometimes us as Christians, uh, you know, obviously we don't want to be negative Nancys and you know, you want to keep the positivity and keep the hope alive. And, but I mean, honestly, like your feelings are real. Yeah. Like they're so real. And I'm going to start crying just talking about <laughs> it's okay. it. But, it's okay. I mean, sometimes when I could just feel the anger and feel the despair and feel the hopelessness, I mean, I hated it. It's like, I just knew what I was feeling was real mm. and it was valid. And You know, just because we lost a child didn't make me less of a mom, like even if that child was in heaven, and I didn't know if I would ever have her. Um, And, you know, when I was saying I was just angry at the Lord, like it, someone said something to me, they're like, you know, we live in a fallen world, like, unfortunately, like that's just we live in in a, a dark, fallen world where the enemy is real. But God walks us through, He walks with us through everything. Yes, He is the author of life. Um, he's sovereign, and um, He can do anything. He still does miracles. And it's like I was mad at Him for not giving me my miracle, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah. And um, even here I am. <laughs> but uh, I guess just um, just knowing that He was with me, hurting with me, mm. and that He... he it hurt him just as much as it hurt me yeah. you know he never likes to he never does anything to harm us um never likes to see us upset obviously yeah. but but we learn a lot through it and I, I did i learned a lot through that experience and i learned um to have empathy for other people walking through uh, infertility and yeah. Dreading the walking into the fertility clinic and having to sit down and have that consultation. It's like all the people there that are just longing for a family, Um, and you know, just knowing that God, He literally walks with us through it all, kind of helped me. I had to just stay there. Yeah, I had. I couldn't go down the, why aren't you doing this, God, or what's taking so long? Even though I would go there, I would have to just tell myself okay, he's he's with me through this. He's with me in the anger. He's with me in the depression. He's with me when I don't want to spend time with him. I don't feel like it. Like, I just don't, um, I don't know. I, I feel like I didn't really, like, steward the waiting very well because of all the emotions I was feeling. But God's so good that it's like he... He understands everything that we go through. Yeah. And even when we don't do it perfectly, if we're just a complete and total mess, it's like he's like, I got you and just, you know, walks with us through it. So um but yeah.
0: That's beautiful. As it's so beautifully put. I know that there's so many of us out there that go through so many things and we're like, God, why are you allowing this to happen to me? And that phrase that really helped Haley was when she realized that we live in a fallen world and that God never promises to pull us out of the fallen world when we when we give our heart to him what he does is he promises to walk with us through the fallen world. He promises to walk with us through the darkness, through the dark valleys. And that's what Psalm 23 tells us when David is saying, hey, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, but your rod and your staff comfort me. So if you are in a time where there, if you feel hopelessness, and you're in a time where it feels dark, and you're in a time that... You need God to come through. The, the the key is to stay close to Him because he is walking with you through it all. He is walking right beside you through the darkness, and you will come through the dark valley onto the other side where he begins to set a table before your enemies, and you will praise him forever. And it's just a beautiful um, story if you just stick with him through it, because the enemy wants to destroy your faith. He wants to destroy your hope in the Lord. And um, that's what the the journey was for Haley a lot. and Well, me too. Uh, But tonight we were just kind of wanted Haley to kind of talk about what she was going through, but was simply um, was the battle of faith. It Mm -hmm. was the battle of hope was the battle is God good is the is is our father a good father? Is there anything else that you wanted to say about that?
1: Yeah, well, uh, one of the things and I'm sure everybody um, that uh, is going through maybe something similar to this when it comes to wanting a child. Um, Especially in our case, you know, you're, I'm about to give away my age, uh, (laughs) you're going to be 45 in November, and here I am, 36, uh, but well, at the time, you know, I think we started trying, what, 31, 32, when I I was 31 or 32, and people would always bring up, oh, look at Abraham and Sarah and... I was like, I don't want to be ninety-nine, <laughs> you know, or wait until I'm ninety-nine getting pregnant. You know, that story never brought me comfort until I just realized that, you know, God wanted to show Abraham and Sarah the his, how faithful he really was. Wow. And it's like even through the times where she was she laughed at God when God was like, Oh, you're gonna have a child and you're gonna call him Isaac. Um, and she laughed at him, and, and I feel I felt that, like, <laughs> you know. But um, I don't even know where I was going no. with that. But it's it just, you know, even finding uh, just that God is faithful and he's true and he He understands, like, that we're human and we have crazy emotions, especially when you're going through, you know, rough times. Um, but just to trust him, even even if you don't feel like it, Um, and to keep believing, even if you don't feel like it, um, which I feel like I was not very good at, but I just tried with a little bit that I could, I tried to, you know, just keep moving forward and to keep believing. It's like, I couldn't let it go deep down, even though I wanted to just give up because it hurt to hope.
0: Yeah. Oh, come on. It just hurt
1: so hard. It hurt so bad to just keep hoping. To be let down every month, mm. um, and and even after trying everything, it just it just hurt to hope. Um, so even when we took the test, or when I took the test back in January, and it was the faintest line, the faintest <laughs> second line, yeah, I still didn't believe it. I was like, this is probably some faulty test, you know? Who knows? And uh, when Brad he he was downstairs at the time, came upstairs, and I was like, well, I took a test, and he looked at it, and he was like, oh, like getting excited. I was like. Hold up, we're not going there because <laughs> you know I don't know that I'm ready to go down this hopeful road just yet. I've been let down way too much. I've seen way too many of these tests not turn out, you know, the way I wanted it to. And so, uh, but here we are, you know, nine months later, and
0: nine months later, and this morning we had our hope. we had our first Bible study together as a family. <laughs> Yes, we sat on the couch this morning, Sunday morning, and uh, just early this morning as she was uh, feeding. She likes to feed about every two hours, you know what I'm saying? But um, between those feedings, um, Haley said, hey, you want to have a little Bible study together? And I was like, absolutely. So we turned on some worship music, and Hope loves worship music. She she loves worship music, and uh, she gets those bright eyes just going when that music comes on. And then we read, I'm going to start crying we read hope the story of the birth of Jesus this morning. I'm gonna start <laughs>
1: crying. <over laughs> We've here. been so emotional. We're so emotional. If you can't tell,
0: we read her the story of Jesus' birth this morning, and we had our first Bible study as a family, and that was special today for us. And uh, we wanted to share. Um, this day with y'all, and um, we're so excited. And this is just Hope's debut. Uh, this is not her last time on uh, BGTV by any means. And um, but we're super excited about what God is doing inside of our family. And um, but we, you know, we just believe that there are some people out there tonight who are going through moments where it hurts to hope. It hurts to hope in that there's a marriage partner out there for you, that you've been waiting forever. You know, I was 30 years old before me and Haley started dating. Did y'all know that? Me and, I mean, I knew that God had a beautiful woman out there for me some way or somehow, and I just, it was just waiting on Haley hurt, you know what I'm saying? It was like... Year after year. And, um, you know, it was just God would tell me to wait and keep waiting on the one that God had, that He had for me. But it just hurt. It hurt to. To watch the years go by, it hurt to watch my friends go out on dates. It hurt to be lonely at, you know, Christmas and Thanksgiving and Valentine's. And it it hurt to be lonely on a Friday night when everybody else was going out. It hurt to watch my hair fall out. (laughs) And I was like, God, you got to send me somebody soon because all my hair is falling out. But it hurt. I remember the the Thanksgiving before um, we started dating. Um, I remember me and my parents went out to, and our family went to Thanksgiving. My parents dropped me back off at, at the hu- house I was living at, and when I shut the van door and walked upstairs, nobody was there, and I was the loneliest I'd ever felt, and it hurt me. It hurt me to hope that you were out there, um, and so I believe there's some people out there tonight that are that are hurting for hoping in the relationship that God has for you, and I want to say this is don't settle. Don't settle for less than God has for you, um, because God has somebody special for you in mind, and, and you know it's just waiting to around the corner. And yes, waiting does hurt sometimes. Um, uh, ho- hoping in that situation that hasn't come for years, it does hurt, and but. You've just got to continue to have your faith in God that He's a good God that He sees you and that His plan for you is better than what you could pick for yourself. And just like Haley, her of course I hurt too as we were, weren't for a child, but I believe I was a woman. And when you have a barren womb and you haven't produced any uh, children, and it, it there's something about that that really hurts even deeper. And so watching her hurt through this process, but now watching her hold. Hope in her arms um, and watching her this day as I came uh, home from the grocery store and she was sitting in the recliner, sobbing, <laughs> just crying. I said, What's wrong? She said, I'm just crying. What were you experiencing this like, morning?
1: I just love her. Like, I was just, I've had worship music on and um, I was just holding her, staring at her, like, I can't believe she's mine. I can't believe she's here. And it's like I almost feel like I have purpose again. Wow! You know, it's like yeah. I didn't realize how just how hopeless I was until, um, I mean, I don't even want to say until I got pregnant because there there were times even during the pregnancy where I was like, "This doesn't feel real," or "Maybe this isn't real." You know, <laughs> yeah. my mind would just—it's yeah. like your mind just plays tricks on you when you've been let down so much right. and so disappointed. Um, disappointment's just a crazy, crazy. Uh, feeling. But um, I don't know. I just in that moment, I was just like, oh, wow, this is all real. And I just, you know, was thanking God and um, knowing that like he he handpicked her wow. for us and he handpicked her for me. And it's like he he knew that uh, she would bring so much life and breathe so much life to me. Just being able to take care of her and know that how much she needs me, you know, and it just feels good to uh, be able to take care of her. It's like if people would be like, oh, just wait for the sleepless nights. Oh, just wait, you know, and I'm like, I am longing for (laughs) it. Like, honestly, I'm longing. I can't wait till, you know, I remember thinking when I was pregnant, I can't wait till um, I can just hold that baby in wee hours of the morning and it's just me and her. Yeah. And uh, it's like no one else in the room, just me and her. And I just knew it would just be special. And so I'm just, I was just thankful in that moment.
0: You were. I walked in and she was crying and she said, I know that she is straight from heaven. And (laughs) so we were crying and having that moment. And so um, I just, we just wanted to share our hope-filled moment with you and believe there's people out there that need some hope. And so um, keep believing in the Lord knowing that He's walking with you through the dark valleys, even when it hurts to hope. And uh, we hope that our story can bring hope to you. And um, you know what? Just keep uh, sitting at Jesus' feet. And, you know, the enemy wants to destroy your marriage with Jesus. He wants you to give up on your faith, give up on hope, and and, and believe that God is not good, and be angry at Him. And, you know, Haley even told me before, you know, she had to repent of that, and repent of being angry, repent of being bitter towards the Lord, um, and just begin to continue to believe that He was good, that He is good, and that He will give you the desires of your heart, and look at the desire of her heart, laying on her heart right now. What a beautiful, beautiful moment. So, uh, we just are excited that you got to come in and view our story with us tonight. And uh, I do see a lot of comments tonight. I'm going to go down through and see if I can see some of these. I see um, my buddy Leslie Drake, all the way from the Love Lady Center over there, saying that he spoke on a message of hope tonight. We love you, Leslie. We love the Love Lady Center. Um, over there, just doing a great work for the kingdom of God. My buddy Joshua Priestley, a.k.a. the legend, all the way in Huntsville, Alabama. He said, woohoo That's right, man. We are super excited. Uh, thanks, Josh, for all you do to help us continue to do BGTV. Buddy Shane McCoy, all the way up in Kentucky. Man, thanks for tuning in, buddy. We love you. We love your family up there. Tell everybody we said hey. Natasha, thank you so much for tuning in. Miss Tracy, one of our most faithful uh, listeners and watches every week. She says, I'm crying now. So I hope that this was a great uh, story that just inspired people. And uh, thank you for all your prayers. Amanda Passmore, just a part of a great family of believers here in um, Alabama, over in Moody at the Awakening House of Prayer. They got an amazing thing going on over there on Friday nights at seven o'clock. If you want to be in the presence of God, go check it out over there with Amanda and Joy and Bruce Parkman. And um Annika Hart, I see you over there. She <laughs> know what she's got a baby that's what how old is Annika's baby somewhere a uh, year is he a or so year old? Yeah. yeah, a Annika? year. Uh, we He's met cute Annika as can be. Out, that's right. We met Annika out in Aniana when yeah. we were youth pastors in Aniana. and Annika just had her baby about a year ago so her promise was fulfilled. <laughs> yeah i don't know yeah and um and the, there's katie purdy bowling and garrett bowling and uh thank you guys for being a huge part of their partners their monthly partners to help us do the bgtv every week if you do want to partner with us like they do you can give it's uh, on venmo or cash app at bgtv so thank you all guys for doing that matt Yancey one of my my buddy's up there at Icon. Uh, we're going to bring him up there. Bring Hope over there to see you soon, man. Thanks for everything you guys are doing for us. Uh, let's see if anybody else is on here. Uh, if there's anybody else that commented, just want to tell you we love you guys. Oh, Miss Russell. Uh, hey, there's Miss, Miss Russell. That is uh, Nick Russell's mom, and uh, who is Nick is the producer here at BGTV. So thank you, Nick, for all you do. Thank you, Miss Russell. We love you guys, and love Kristen. your family. Hey, and Kristen. Hey, there is Kristen Cornelius. Yes, uh, that is on Haley's best friends, and she is actually eight
1: months pregnant. Well, she's due November.
0: November. She's girl. due. She's she's due the day before my birthday, November the fifteenth. Oh, We're yeah, praying really for good. her to have a Healthy, her and uh, Chaz to have a healthy. Uh, pregnancy for their second child, and so love you guys so much. Thank you all for everybody tuning in, uh, for all your likes, for all of your hearts. Uh, for for uh, if you want to follow us, continue. Haley's gonna be on here more with me. We're gonna talk about more about what God's doing in our lives. She's like I am. Yes, <laughs> uh, she is. And so subscribe and you know share what you saw tonight with somebody that needs it. There is somebody out there tonight that needs. Um, what uh, you just heard tonight, so subscribe, like it, share it, and uh, we appreciate you guys for tuning in. We'll be right back here, BGTV, next Sunday at 7 o'clock. Hope that you have a great week, and we will see you next week.